Rizzo, what it do, baby? Welcome to the part of Unpopular Opinion, giving you some intellectual flavor. He is. First of all, uh, Ross at Tepperah Ramesu Mary Ahmed Ram for the uninitiated. And I am the Cicada Slapping, 69 champion, rock too legit to quit. Paris up when you have Ram. You did. Now, before we get started, let's get this out of the way. The purpose of this part is simple. You chose to create healthy dialogue based on thought-provoking logic to spark the minds and create conversation in the lead. So do us both a favor. Save all that drama for your mama. So we ain't got time for that. We aren't soliciting feedback, as per usual. So this is episode one, season two, Grand Fan. How you feeling? I feel great, man. Life is good. I can't complain at all. How about yourself? I can say the same, man. Yeah, gain some positive momentum. Yeah. Been kind of rough, but we here. Here to get a putt, a bunch of BDE. <laughs> and how fitting that I win the 69 champion because it's like that on the sticks and in the sheets. You did. <laughs> oh, you <so> nasty. But <laughs> you got to tell the people with BDE, those who are old and uninformed like myself. Big dick energy. Yes, sir. Flat slap it all on slap the it on the table. <laughs> if it's too much for you, good. Good. <laughs> then that's just right for me. Slip. <laughs> but... Yeah. All right. With, with that being said, first things first. All right, man. First things first. What you got? Uh, my first thing is uh, the gratitude I'd like to share um, with you specifically. Uh, my my five year anniversary was last Sunday. Uh, my wife and I have now been married for five years, been together a lot longer. Um, and I wanted to, and in my Earth Day, my my thirty fifth Earth Day was this past uh, Wednesday, June second. And it's been uh, a momentous week, and uh, I'm I'm grateful for the people who love and support me, um, and and the union that I have my wife and you know uh, our marriage. People went out of their way uh, to satisfy a request that my wife made for uh, a surprise video talking about you know how they appreciate or recognize or what we do in terms of um, inspiring them as a union uh, and and your participation along with everyone else who did was was greatly appreciated and then on my earth day i got a lot of love i was feeling pretty good about that and then just had a nice little getaway this past weekend i had to go play ball so um my first thing is just the the gratitude that i have for the people in my life and uh, for all the positive things and the negative things that you know happen all those things help to uh ground you if you will so grateful for where we are where i am and uh yeah that, that's my first thing you love it yeah and i appreciate being part of it bro yeah uh i guess my ftf you know i'm gonna talk my shit you know you came <laughs> humble uh, my FTF, I'm gonna get. I, I want to acknowledge the hate, you know, because mm. I appreciate the hate that I receive on my championship run. You know, I kept it quiet, but you know, now I got the space to talk, so I'm gonna get into it. So, 
looking through the picks, you know, everybody had big things to say. I want to shout out to Stephen A. Smith on the red zone uh, for picking Philly. Special shout out to Nick <laughs> Bright picking Philly. Jerome Bettis picked the Eagles. Thank mm. you. Phil Yates did an interview with the coach and everything. Still picked the Eagles. Thank you. Mm. Donald Trump. We all know he don't make no sense. He picked the <laughs> Eagles. Thank you. Uh, and L. Kuyper. He he doesn't even know anything. But he picked <laughs> the Eagles. Thank you. So I think this is very fitting that you jumped in with gratitude. <laughs> I'm with gratitude. This is perfect. Uh, and we didn't even plan it. We didn't even plan it. I guess we, we could talk more about what else we didn't plan later, but <laughs> for sure. But that's all I got. I wanna thank I wanna send a special shout out to all the haters that hate it and anything we'll make it. Yeah. We made it. So uh, real quick on that, you know, you notice that Bamani Jones wasn't mentioned. Uh, I, I do handle the handle for uh, the Twitter of the Red Zone Bomani Jones account. I was DM'd to ask for a prediction, and so as not to jinx uh, the desired outcome. I did not want to put into the universe. I wanted all the hate to swirl <laughs> so that all the bulletin board material would be up. And, and I made a concerted effort not to even say anything during any playoff game during the run to you so that I didn't sort of fuck up the flow. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I deliberately avoided you while you were on your playoff run because I didn't want to, you know, stick my finger in the mix. You had it going and I didn't want to fuck it up, man. So, very, 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 very happy proud excited for uh you to make that or to finally have that accomplishment and uh, for both of us to do it in this cycle i think has been uh that's been pretty dope and we sort of spoke that into existence on all of all bullshit for sure that's crazy <laughs> but anything is possible <laughs> yes sir hey man that's all i got what about you that's it for me man all right man get your popcorn ready All right, man, get your popcorn ready. What you got for us? Uh, my popcorn is the uh, the team draft fallout, how everything sort of shook out and um, some of the things you might be looking forward to for this next cycle. And obviously, maybe we can discuss, you know, what, what from our perspective for the folk, what we expect from each other being division mates and, and sort of how that even came to be since there was some speculation about us uh, sort of colluding to make that happen. So um, first, let's uh, I'm going to run down how everything shook out and what the divisions are and who's who and what's what. I'll start in the AFC. Uh, on the AFC side, we've got Longville and Theo in the AFC North with Moji and the Dell, which might be whew, uh, Longville has the Browns, Theo has the Steelers. And then Adele has the Ravens and uh, Moji has the Bengals. So, uh, pretty uh, obviously, I think we'll, we'll, we'll look at Moji and Adele fighting it out for the majority of the cycle between the two of them. Um, and then who really knows about Longville and what Theo will do going forward. And in the East, we've got R Fox, Spitter, Robo Monkey, and Weather Beast. 
I think uh, a lot's been said about what is expected of uh, Spitter coming out of this division, but I think R Fox might be a very, very, very sneaky competitor with the that Bills team for the cycle. So it'll be interesting to see. And then you know, Robo Monkey and Weatherbeast are still new. Uh, but as we saw with King John, you know, they could round into shape by the end of the cycle if they, you know, sort of stick to it and uh, get the hang of things pretty quickly. All right. AFC West, we got Nick back. Welcome back, Nick, man. Uh, good to see you back. Hopefully stick. Uh, K Fox, the older Fox brother, has the Chargers. I think that's a great team fit for him. He starts with the young squad. Um, that, that is pretty moldable, but also very talented. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with that team. And then you have uh, King John with the Chiefs, who, you know, a lot's been said about whether or not it's a great team fit for what he sort of built uh, his identity around during his stint in Pittsburgh. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he does there. And then uh, Black Magic has the Raiders, his favorite team. And I'm not sure if this is the first time he's had them in Red Zone. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, I can't recall. I, I think it might be, though. So it'll be interesting to see how he manages that team uh, under our rules for contracts and, and stuff. Um, and then in the AFC South, we've got White Gregory, my man Zach, has the Colts. I like that fit. Uh, Jim has the Trevor Lawrences. Um, Silk, welcome back, Silky. Good to have you back, man. Uh, has the Texans. And... Andy has Julio Jones and Arthur Brown, uh, along with Mr. Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Yes, oh, Titans. oh, oh, you're putting some respect. King Henry. <laughs> my bad, dog. Well, I don't mean no disrespect. <laughs> my, my, my mistake, your highness. <laughs> uh, so down on to the, uh, the NFC, uh, JP has the Justin Fielders. My man Brandon Beach has the Detroit Lions. God only knows um, what this cycle might look like for Beach with that team. Um, I'd love for Beach to have a cycle where he gets a team that he actually is like excited to have. Um, and he's doing more than sort of just toughing it out for the cycle. So um, anxious to see what he does with this Lions team, but uh, I just wish he had a team that he, you know, had more involvement with. Or uh, obviously, a lot goes into the team that he ended up getting where he picked it and stuff. But you know, I just like to see it, you know, for for the sake of Beach, I suppose. But yeah, who knows? Uh, Glenn gets the Packers with Aaron Rodgers as of today. They still have Aaron Rodgers. Be interesting to see if he can cut down on his turnover problem and if he does I think Glenn can become really competitive uh, if he simply takes care of the ball that's got to be priority number one for him and then lastly in, in the NFC North the Vikings are being manned by none other than Corey Aston uh, whose pedigree is well documented here and we won't spend a lot of time on that but I think um, obviously everybody expects that Corey will be the class of the NFC North but I wouldn't be surprised if JP, uh, so the newly uh, refocused, if you will, and certainly motivated with that team and that player that he really, really wanted. So it'll be fun to see how JP does with the, the Bears uh, with competing against Aston in that division. In the NFC East, 
We have Pat with the Cowboys. We have Toff with the Eagles. We have Monty with the Giants. And we have uh, the guy who preceded Monty, Jake, with his Washington football teams. Um, Another sort of fun division. Uh, I think we end up with... Uh, I think Toff is probably the best player overall on the sticks in that division. Um, but his, you know, commitment sort of is, you know, cyclical, if you will. So it'll be interesting to see if he finishes the cycle. And if he does, I think he could have a lot of success with that team in that division. Um, I think Jake is probably the best package of commitment and talent. And then I, I think Pat still is sort of only scratched the surface of what he can actually do in the league, man, when he gives it his all. So I think he spent the first couple of cycles sort of really learning and getting invested and involved. I feel like his involvement now is like all the way there and he can really spend time tweaking and learning and doing more to just become a better Madden player. And I think this might be the cycle where, where Pat takes another step. I mean, obviously, he won the, the, the championship this past cycle, uh, but it'll be really interesting to see if he can sort of fine-tune whatever he did this past cycle to, to turn it into his identity going into the next one. And uh, if if this past cycle was any indication, then I think uh, the Cowboys might be a great fit for what I expect, you know, Pat to want to do. So it'll be interesting to see what he does as well. In the NFC West, Kelly got his favorite team, the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, expect him to continue to be dominant, the dominant roster. Uh, and a young quarterback, not a lot of draft capital. But uh, I think he has everything he wants and needs at the moment. So it'll be interesting to see how he uh, plots his way forward in that division with Spence using the Cardinals, with Beat getting the Rams, and with Blueprint, who's returned to Seattle for the umpteenth time. <laughs> at least it seems that way. But I know it's at least the at least the second, but I think probably the third time that Blueprint has had the Seahawks. Um, so another fun division, but I think uh, we have a clear-cut front runner there with Kelly getting the honors. And then you have our division, the Ram Fam South, with yourself, the defending champions in real life and in red zone, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers owned and run by none other than your season 69 champion, my man Rock. And then Sparky Dewey, who we have not seen take a snap in the red zone thus far, as the Falcons, I have the Panthers, and my man watching you has the New Orleans Saints. I, I think uh, watching you has made it very interesting already just with his talk, which is fun. Uh, and it'll be very, very, very fun to see if any of that talk is backed up. And obviously, the league's been giving him a lot of shit about um <laughs> the way he interacts in the chat and uh Corey has pulled up some receipts from some records that he's had in past league so um if he's a competitor then i think it'll be a shit ton of fun and if he just if he just talks shit then that'll get old quick so we'll see Uh, but that's sort of the rundown and i think um i think we're in a pretty good space in terms of competitiveness and and i look forward to the same sort of level of parity that we had this past cycle with the way things shook out sure i felt like a biscuit the way you just buttered me up god dang. <laughs> <laughs> i i use uh i use what they call it uh uh, uh, uh i was gonna say plant butter um it's called uh man, 
what's it called? Earth Balance. Earth Balance, yeah. Yes. That's what I used to make those, hey, those hey. biscuits. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, you know me, I wanna get make it make it spicy. I wanna throw a little bit of seasoning on that popcorn. Uh-huh. Um Let's go through hate it or love it as far as uh, six. Cool. So uh going to the north, uh Longville with Cleveland. Hate it. Pick a different team. Try something new. You didn't have a lot of success last year. Uh, get a fresh start. Hate it. I hate it. I would have liked to see him go to Arizona, especially with that RPO offense. Right, which is the playbook that he sort of started out with. And I think in general, it seems like his mindset is um, more geared toward a spread kind of offense and type. I mean, Baker is, I mean, he can still do those types of things. But yeah, I I agree. I would have liked to have seen him do just something different, whether it be Arizona or any other place. Uh, Moji with the Bengals. Uh, love it. Uh, mostly because of the fact that him and Adele get to play each other. But I think team fit-wise, Moji can take any team in the league and uh, you know mold it to whatever it needs to be. Um, but he gets Joe Burrow and a lot of those receiving weapons. And he certainly w- he prefers to have a dominant passing game and I think he already has the pieces to do that in Cincinnati so uh, I'll say love it yeah I love that fit Joe Barrow no disrespect to Andy but Joe Barrow is getting ready to go nuts yeah uh, and you got Adele with the Ravens I mean personally I hate it but we'll talk about that later <laughs> but in terms of uh, you know fit you look at the last two cycles now Adele's had Kyla Mary and uh, Jalen Hurts these last two uh, Hurts didn't quite finish the cycle but he did take Adele to the Super Bowl nearly won MVP he didn't win it though did he no Los Angeles right but he came close I believe with Hurts that one season so it seems like he's sort of taken a liking to uh, mobile quarterbacks and he gets the most mobile quarterback and a pretty good roster with the Ravens so I love it for those reasons yeah, I love this fit. Cheese. And it's kind of crazy because I, I almost uh, select Cleveland. Well, Cleveland was on my board. That was one of the teams that I wanted. But when Tampa Bay was on there, I'm just like, why would you do that? <laughs> like, why would you do that? But we'll, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, you got Theo with the Schittsburg Steelers. Schittsburg, yeah. I love it. I think Theo's... Um, identity at least from the couple of times that I played him in a couple of the streams that I watched he's very very aggressive on defense and I, I think Pittsburgh fits that mold with the secondary that they have already um, for and, and the linebackers and, and the pass rushers right I mean uh, their defense is one that can win games by itself and I think that fits well with the kind of um, play calling that I've seen Theo implement thus far so I'll say love it for those reasons yeah, I'll give it a love it too, just because, like you said, the defense. So it'll be interesting to see what he does with the offense, because the offense is kind of in bad shape. You have weapons, but as far as like offensive line, you have Najee, that's a that's a nice staple. But then when you look at the quarterback position for the future, it'll be interesting to see what he does there. Um, so we're gonna go into the AFC East with our Fox and the Bills. Uh, again, I, like I, I alluded to when I was running down, uh, I, I love this fit for Fox. Um, now, in this past cycle, he, he had his most success once he got in Fortinet and really tried to become a dominant run team. 
and taking the Bills as sort of a nod to trying to become a dominant passing team. Um, but the defense is there, and I think he's a pretty good defender. Um, the the roster is set so that a, a, a player who's sort of on the precipice um, could take another step, and I like it. Or rather, I love it uh, for our Fox, and I'm excited to really see what he does in that division. Yeah, I love it. I love the fit, too. Uh, I, I think our Fox showed what he can do when he went toe-to-toe with Adele in his last playoff stretch. So to see him with a good defense and get a good offense out the box, I definitely feel like it'll help him out in the long term. Uh, you have Spitter with the Dolphins. I am going to say I hate it. I think this is the first hate here. Um, if Spitter couldn't figure it out with Mahomes and, 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 and during this past cycle, I think he'll struggle with Tua. Um, granted, I think the Dolphins have a, a relative roster strength um, and that it won't be difficult for him to, you know, mold the roster further. Um, but, you know, and not knowing what other what other four teams he had on his list, um, I think Spit is probably a better fit with the team that has a dominant run game. And uh, I just don't see Miami as that at this moment. I'm going to say that I love it on defense because of how he plays. But like you said, offensively, like you struggle with Patrick Mahomes, but now you go to a left-handed quarterback. I don't know. <laughs> but he also has the assets to not feel pressured to hold on to Tua, where he can get Tua for more picks along with the picks Miami already has. So he could possibly get his own quarterback and become comfortable. You never know. So from that state, I like it. But I'm going to say, man. Yeah. Um, you have Robo Monkey with the Jets. I don't know a damn thing about RoboMonkey. Uh, I will say that for a new user, relatively new user, um, maybe the Jets roster isn't the best one to have. I think the Jets roster is more for an established player who knows their way around all the ins and outs of red zone in terms of contracts and uh, sort of having the connections with folks and having um, negotiated deals and such because I think there's their roster is still one that needs a little bit more massaging. Um, and so if you just sort of stand pat and, and just hope to draft well, I'm not sure that the Jets reach that maximum potential that way. And I feel like a new guy is more likely to sort of stand pat. So without, again, knowing much about RoboMonkey, I'm going to say, you know, hate it, but not for, you know, anything to do with him necessarily. I just think the Jets roster is one that, you know, comports well to a relatively new user being successful in the cycle. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and agree with that. I'm not even going to copy everything you just said. (laughs) (laughs) I definitely agree with that. Uh, yeah, Weather Beast with the Patriots. Uh, the only thing I've heard is that this is his favorite team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if you have a chance to get your favorite team and you want your favorite team, then uh, more power to you. So I, I love it for that reason. And uh, I, Weather Beast did a pretty damn good job with the uh, the few graphics that he put up, you know, going in his very brief stint um, with the Broncos. When, when when Aston left, did whatever the fuck he did. Uh, the, the bit of media that we got from Weatherbeast was encouraging. And um, if the Patriots are his favorite team and he has his favorite team in the new league, I see that as being 
um, a, a motivating force for him to do more media and such. So I think it's a good fit. I love it. Yeah, I love it too. And I think this is one of my sneaky picks for this division. Mm. Uh, even though I don't know anything about him, but then when you have the mixture of uh, commitment with the graphics and then it's your own team, the emotion that's tied into that, mm-hmm. you're going to give it everything you have. So I look forward to seeing the Patriots play. Uh, yeah, Nick with the Broncos. Hate it. Uh, Nick is a guy where commitment is not a strong suit. And so having a, a, a team that, again, is in a sort of a bit of a transition uh, might not be the best for his participation long term. Uh, that's been, you know, sort of beaten to death. And, you know, I don't mean to be a dead horse, Nick, but, you know, uh, if he had uh, the Bucks, right, I think he'd be more likely. To, well, maybe not the Bucks because Tom Brady would be out in a heartbeat. But if he had a team with an established quarterback and, a good roster then I think he'd be more likely to stick around but uh, a team that he again has to pay attention to might be more difficult for him so hate it I love it because I know where I'm getting my future players from (laughs) (laughs) Nick is the the Leeds farm system right now hey bro I know where I'm getting my players from you said you don't want you a lot alright cool that's cool hey hey, Nick let me get Jerry Judy bro (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree with that. Hate it for, for now. Hopefully, I'm on uh, with all the things that you said. And, uh, I'm going to move to the Chargers with K-Fox. Love it. Uh, again, uh, K-Fox tried to, uh, you know, make some move in Seattle when he took over. Say that again? You broke up. You said K-Fox. Yeah, tried to correct what was deficient in Seattle when he took over. And I don't think... And granted, he's trying to learn how to play how we play at the same time as doing all of that. And, you know, he had a sort of subpar roster when he he got the team. So um, he did a decent job of turning him around. He still got work to do on the field. Uh, But I think with this Chargers team and where they are... Uh, the effort, if he puts the effort in that he did with Seattle, then I can certainly see him being a lot more successful from the jump with this Chargers team. And um, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. I think it's definitely a good fit, especially in the division. Uh, I think K-Fox has the opportunity to get some more wins in the W column. And we should see some Chargers football in the playoffs, man. Mm, that'd, be, that'd be good for the league. I like for to sure. see that. Uh, King John with the Chiefs. I hate it. Um, he was uh, I, I, a part of the group that you sort of went to that risk-averse offense with the West Coast thing because of, um, uh, according to Black Magic, it just helps you throw fewer interceptions and, and that sort of thing. Um, he built a defense that was incredibly good uh, as far as the AI was concerned you know those um, his secondary players you know were absolutely amazing his linebackers are absolutely amazing and that the roster strength for him was 100% on his defense that to quite a bit of success and now to sort of flip all of that completely on its ear I'm just not sure that King John is the kind of Madden player that can take any team and be successful yet so uh in my mind, his identity is, you know, having a dominant defense 
and then they risk averse offense. And here, what he's done with taking the Chiefs is completely flipped that. So, um, without knowing more, right? We only have the one cycle of experience. I don't know that King John will be good when the the roles are sort of reversed in terms of what the roster strength is for him. So, uh, I hate it for that reason. Yeah, I'm gonna say I hate it too. I really don't. I, I really don't like the fit. Uh, I'll, it will be interesting to see what he does. Uh, be more so that he's very talented on the sticks. Um, and he does a great job of building. But I, like you said, he has, he didn't even have a generated player from the draft that was good. So mm. I don't I don't know. All his star players are already on the team, and the Chiefs don't really have much to work with. And the fact that we're not on D line next year. I, I was gonna, I was gonna raise that point too. Like, and and with D line being a question mark, um, we don't know what level of stick skill he has from a you know a user standpoint, whether it be a you know linebacker or safety. And presumably, if he had much of it, then he wouldn't have spent as much time on the D line. But I don't know. I mean, there's there's a question mark there, and for for the question mark, then uh, I get a hate it for me. Yeah, you have a. Uh... Black Magic with the Raiders. Uh, real quick though, like, I think uh, if we switched Nick and King John, I think I'd feel a little bit better. You know, both of those fits. So if if Nick had the Chiefs and King John had the Broncos, I think those would be better fits for both for both guys. I get that with the the Broncos having a secondary. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. And, and they I, still got you know Chubb yeah, and Vaughn. Yep. Yep. I agree. That's a good take. Um, and then or any anywhere where we have a you know a favorite team fit, I love it. So uh, regardless of what Black Magic is going to do with his team, he has his team. So I love the. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say I love it too. Uh, AFC South, yeah, White Greg with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I love it because he has a dominant running back. I don't know that he will be. Um, able to make teams defend more than the run with uh, what else the Colts have but I think he has a, so- a solid starting point um, with with that team where it is now uh, starting with Dallas last season last cycle is a lot different than starting with this Colts roster so um, and, and, and real life in the playoff and, and you can make an argument that they got more talented at quarterback better but more talented at quarterback than um, I'll I'll give uh, White Greg a thumbs up here and I'll say I love it for Jonathan Taylor is a beast and I know White Greg likes to run the ball and he gets Trey Burton again (laughs) if you you recall it was a big thing in the beginning of the cycle that he traded some draft capital to acquire Trey Burton and and then Adele made the trade tracker for how many catches he had Uh, but uh, White Greg also loves tight ends in general, so um, I love it for Jonathan Taylor and then the things that the, the Colts have. I think that's good for White Greg. Don't forget about Michael Pittman Jr. Is that his boy too? Yeah, he did yeah. trade for him. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna say nah. I don't really know. I don't really know how I feel about this fit. I do like the running back situation that he has and then the old line, uh, but then he also did a good job of drafting last year. So yeah. We'll see. I'm gonna say, man, not really sure. Uh, Jim with the Jags. I love it. I love it. I think uh, 
I believe that Jim really wanted Trevor Lawrence specifically. And I think whoever got you know, the Jags as a uh, as a team coming out of the box would be in a good spot. And this is one of those situations where you have a veteran guy get the team like that, right? Where they have a multiple roster, a young roster, and obviously the best generator team starting the cycle. I'm sure he'll be the highest rated quarter, the highest rated rookie. Um, so all of those are great starts for, again, a guy with a pedigree who we've seen, you know, make the necessary moves to get his team into a place where it can compete. Um, and so I, I love it for that reason. I love it. And it's kind of ironic that he ended up in the same situation that he left. You know what I mean? As far as like finally getting a quarterback to go with the offense. And then that defense is going to be nuts, especially like when he starts putting the little pieces and building that defense up. Mm-hmm. Man, watch out! Watch out for this team. Yeah, uh, especially in that division. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think this is probably the most well-rounded division. Yeah, yeah. I think they said that too on the original draft show, and I agree. Looking at it, there's no clear, you know, dominant guy. And and think about the teams; they aren't that. You know, maybe the Titans are clearly class of the division, but the Colts aren't that far behind, in my opinion. And, and certainly, in, yeah, right. And, and, and in terms of you know user skill, I don't think there's a big gap here with these four guys. And then you got uh, Uncle Silk. Shout out to Silk. Welcome back. With the Deshaun is innocent. <laughs> um, uh, I hate it just because whoever got the Texans is going to be in a sort of shitty spot because you don't know what's going to happen with the quarterback. And presuming that he does get moved or cut or he can't play and he's not in the game, then that really fucking sucks. And then you have a complete rebuild in your hands, like from the bottom up, which might be fun from a silk perspective, but in terms of cycle success, Texans are a dumpster fire at the moment. So I'll say hate it, excuse me. Yeah, I'm gonna say hate it because that rust is uh is just so but he also has pieces, so like you said, it'd be fun from a uh, draft capital standpoint and rebuild mm-hmm. but yeah I don't know we'll see if you want to send Deshaun to Tampa don't uh, <laughs> don't hesitate um and you have Andy with the Tennessee Titans um and Andy just won the Julio Jones sweepstakes, so congrats to him on that. Uh, but just thinking about Andy thus far, so the Bengals weren't quite, you know, the same as the Titans are now. Um, but I still don't know what what Andy's identity is as a player in general. It's hard to really fit this one. Uh, I'll say man, uh, just because I don't know enough about the way Andy plays the game. So, but I think you know Tennessee's is good. I think he's got a, a good place to start in general. But I don't know that he won't fuck that up. I guess is my point. Yeah, I'm gonna say I love it. I mean, I feel like his identity is running the ball. We saw what he did with Joe Mixon, and now he has Derrick Henry, who'll probably be the best running back on the game. I can see him running Derrick Henry to the ground without getting suspended. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, I was leaning that way. Like, I, I figured that 
but I can't remember like what what level of success Joe Mixon had. I I, I think he got him to be an X factor, right? Mm-hmm. But was he ever like a top five running back in the league rushing? I, I felt like he was quietly. Okay, the Bengals weren't having their success. Gotcha. But Joe Mixon would stay in the in the top five in stats. Well, we had to go back and look at that too. Yeah. Um, jumping into the NFC, the best conference in red zone. <laughs> that ain't what you said last year, dog. I know. I was in the AFC. I know. Thanks, thanks, I'm fucking with you. <laughs> um, in the North, we have. JP with Chicago Bears. Yeah, he got fields. He wanted fields. Love it. Yeah, I'm gonna say I love it too. Excited to see what he does with Justin. Excited to see what he does in general. We're on next gen now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully, JP is really serious about it this time. I look forward to watching some Chicago Bears football. Uh, beach with the Giants. Hate it. Oh, that's it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say hate it. And I don't know how long Beach will be around. or if, Even if he'll have an Xbox by the time we start. So, yeah. Detroit might be an open team. Uh, Glenn with the Packers. Uh, while I am intrigued, and, and I hope, you know, Glenn sort of takes the next step. I think the Packers are a team that need balance. And... Um, Glenn's inability to protect just prevented him from having any kind of balance. Uh, we have seen him be a dominant run team in, or in the beginning of the last cycle. He ran the ball very, very well. Michelle. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe he can continue that with Aaron Jones, but I think in order for him to be successful, he has to find some success passing the ball, and he just hasn't been able to do that thus far. So um, I'm going to go meh because I'm hopeful that he can turn the corner and it's an easy corner to turn but we just haven't seen him do it yet so I, I don't hate it I don't love it yeah I'm gonna go with Matt too I like the point you mentioned about the running back but then he also has Devontae Adams too yeah he'll probably be the best wide receiver on the game yeah he has to have the highest rating uh, maybe slightly he edges uh, DeAndre Hopkins both of them might end up 99 and then I think Tyreek will probably be third in terms of rating. Gotcha. And if you ever want to send Jordan Love to Tampa, don't hesitate. <laughs> I think we're sensing the theme here, bro. If you got a, a <laughs> if you got a young quarterback that you might not need, and uh, Rock is interested, send him to Tampa. Right. Uh, Aston with the Vikings. Uh, this is one again. This is similar to the, the the Moji take, right? It doesn't matter what team he has; he'll he'll find a way to be successful. So, um, I guess I'll go man because it doesn't matter. <laughs> and, and looking at the division, I mean, we expect that JP will be his main uh, competition there, and I think that bodes well for Aston. Um, but I also think he'll be playing against the narrative, which. It's never a good thing for for the guy on the sticks. You're playing against the narrative, you say, I should be dominating, I should be winning championships, and you're not. And that just sort of eats at you. So uh, if he can avoid being in that type of situation, I think that'll be good for him. Uh, But if he can't, then it'll be very bad for him. So, uh, again, I don't love it, I don't hate it. 
Yeah, I throw some respect on Glenn too. I used to have some trouble with Glenn last cycle. I did he now? Yes. He lost know. a couple games against Glenn. Ah. That should be fun to watch. Okay. That should be fun to watch. Um, I'm sure I love it. I love it. This is what Ashley can do. Um, he's just always going to have success. I would be interested to see what he does with Dalvin Cook. Um, Whisper to say about the juke that he did, <laughs> the juke that he used to do last cycle. No, uh, what the fuck? I know uh, every time he. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Bruh, if you remember this, what did Spitter say about Aston juking with the running back? Please help. <sighs> Shit. Um, Somebody posted in the chat when you hear this and remember, or Spitter or Aston, one of you let us know. But I know exactly what you're talking about because I was like, bro, why does he do that every play? <laughs> and he did it literally every play. Oh, damn yeah. it. But uh, I look for Dalvin to be cheesy. And it'll be interesting to see how he develops. Uh, Justin, Jeff, Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah. Woo. That quarterback situation will be fun too. Like I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think that he's the kind of user that will try to develop uh, Kellen Mond. Um, uh, so I think he'll be looking to draft one quickly. And well, I guess it's not that interesting. <laughs> but I think there are other guys like if I had the Vikings then I would play Mon um, the same way I did with uh, the, the Giants and then I, I only drafted a quarterback with the Giants because the best one that was still on the board was there at like pick 28 so I said fuck it why not and I ended up you know going away from Kyle Lawletta and, and using the generator guy instead but I, I don't know that Aston just wouldn't decide from day one that the first draft or as soon as he gets the opportunity he's going to try and get a quarterback so uh, it'd be interesting you know what's interesting about this pick too this guy said that he didn't want to go to Denver but if you look at this roster bill it's kind of the same and then very similar to Denver yeah yeah Thielen is Cortland Sutton yeah and uh, Jefferson is Jerry Judy and then Smith is fine. Urban Smith, that's his name, the tight end. Yeah. So uh, Font. Mm-hmm. Decent O line. Yeah, I think the Broncos defense is probably better than the Vikings defense. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just Person saying, from a little, a little similarity, I feel like it's the same situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, enough about that. <laughs> Pat with the Cowboys. I, I love this fit. I think uh, this is probably as good a team and and like defined identity fit as there is in the league at the moment. Um, uh, again, assuming that that Pat continues with his you know sort of pound the rock philosophy, and judging by his Ezekiel twenty five seventeen tag in the chat right now, I think it's safe to say that that's what we'll get more of and. I think that'll be very good for him. So, uh, I love it. Yeah, I love it too. It fit perfect. Fits like a glove. And we look forward to playing on week one. <laughs> uh, tough with the Eagles. Hey, tough. Let me get Devonte Smith, bro. Uh, I'll hit you up in the second season and then ask you about him again. But, um, um. 
I don't see the defensive firepower that Huff would like to have on that team. And I see a team that needs, you know, still a bit of a further facelift. Um, but Tuff's a good GM. Uh, he, he can, you know, draft, move, develop, trade players when he needs to. And uh, again, if he's locked in, if he's here, then I think it'll be a great fit. Uh, but if he's sort of half in, then the team can sort of be neglected and it'll not be uh, a great fit at all. So uh, I'll go man. Yeah, I'm going to say man. I like Tuff with a mobile quarterback situation because he's had Deshaun and Russell Wilson. And it's accessible for those teams, right? Well, I guess you got to define success. I mean, Tuff has never been a slouch on the stick, so. Yeah, well, and that's another thing, too. Um, but I'll say, man, because like you said, the commitment, you don't really know how long it is. If he didn't quit, he probably would have the best record of the cycle last year because he was at the top. Nah, he wasn't. When he yes. quit, he was ahead of me? Yes. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he just wasn't winning playoff games. Mm. But yeah, he had a good record as a coach. Um, Monty with the Giants. Uh, I think that's a great fit. Thinking about the way Monty came in and wanted, and, and his strength was obviously on offense and throwing the ball. And I think with all the uh, weapons now that the Giants have on offense, especially, um, it'll be interesting to see if he tries to do it for that quarterback, if he tries to develop. I was about to say David Carr. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> if he tries to develop uh, Daniel Jones. Um, will be fun, but I think Monty with those weapons is is a great fit. Yeah, I'm gonna say I like it. He got better better defense than he had in Indy, so it'll be interesting to see what he does with that. And if you don't want Daniel Daniel Jones sending the Tampa, <laughs> <laughs> Jake with the football team. Yeah, favorite team, love it. Yeah, favorite team, love it. And I could definitely see him doing work with Gibson, how he did with Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, they're, they're going to make him injury prone. <laughs> um, Kelly with the Niners. Love it. Love it. No, I'm not even, there's not much to say with that. Yeah. Um, Spence with the Cardinals. Love it. This is another one of those sort of opportunities to take another step uh, with a, a roster situation that is sort of more ready than a roster. Well, let me take a step back. <laughs> Uh, Spence was gifted the Saints last cycle, but the the Saints were in cap hell, and he had to navigate that, which might have been more difficult for him. Like if he had the Saints this season, then I think he'll probably better able to handle it. Um, I, I do think Spence was too easily, or is too easily, influenced by what people say in the chat, man. Like you gotta, you know, run your team the way you want to run your team, and, and fuck with. Talking about, yeah. So don't fight people about uh, if he can. So what he can do with this Cardinals team and uh, navigate the, the waters? They should be easier to navigate here. Um, then, then I think Spence is in line to have a great cycle. So I'll say love it. 
Yeah, I'm going to say 11 because I think the Cardinals are different from the Saints. And to your point, he's in a better, he's in an easier division than he was last year. And if he was with the Saints this year, it would be worse because we in the division. <laughs> so, he, I think he's in a good position to make some noise. Hey, man, I think Spence might be undefeated against me, bro. He beat me once. He yeah, so, see, look at that. Look at that. You talking shit and Spence been beating our ass. We split. We definitely split. Yeah, no, no disrespect. I'm just saying that. <laughs> uh, beat with the Rams. Yeah, I hate it. Man. Commitment? Yeah. I think beat is good on the sticks. This is crazy. You do? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't mean that to sound like... <laughs> I mean, with this, I'm just saying, like, when I had a difficult time with him when he had Chicago out the box, so it'll be interesting to see what he does with this Rams team because the Rams been pretty damn good. Um, I'm gonna say man though, just because of the commitment. Yeah, I'm, I'm really interested in and in, in sort of what beat finds fun about being in red zone, especially without man's being here anymore. It just seems like, I mean, and, and he's not necessarily, I don't know if I've ever seen a piece of media from Beat before, and he rarely talks in the chat. So it's just like, uh, if this is, you know, not that high on the totem pole for you, but you just are here to play the games, then uh, I don't, the, the team fit doesn't matter. And, <laughs> uh, and not much effort will be put into, you know, making the Rams great. So, yeah, I still say hated, but and you got a blueprint. The Seahawks favorite team, love it. Yeah, I'm gonna say love it. I wonder how close they were to getting Julio. That'd have been nuts. Uh, you think AJ Brown and Julio is that? Imagine two fucking DK Metcalfs on the same team mm-hmm. with Tyler Lockett. Yeah, with Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson is the quarterback. So Tannehill. Uh, you yeah. know what? Oh, to, to get into that point I'm about to go backwards but that's wild because I definitely hit Kelly up last cycle about Julio Jones oh yeah I remember that I did I too Kelly gonna talk about uh, as a Falcons he approved it man you should have made that happen in the league for real because <laughs> <laughs> it could have been done yeah um we're going to the south you got me with the champs hate it <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man. I, again, we're in a situation where it doesn't matter what team you have. Like, you'll, you'll be able to find success. Um, I, obviously, their roster is, you know, loaded. They, they literally ran it back. I think they brought back all 22 starters. Um, and literally, if you can find a quarterback, literally any quarterback, uh, hint, hint, Josh Rosen, then uh, I think you'll be in excellent shape going into the cycle. And looking forward to it. But you love it, of course. Oh, shh. You can't do stuff like that, yo. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely got my eyes on Josh. But, uh, I'm going to say cheese. <laughs> it's cheesy as fuck. Cheesy, I got the book. It's cheesy as fuck. But <laughs> for me, I, fe- I felt like it was fitting. Like, it was just fitting. When I seen the Bucks on there, I'm like, hmm. I'm, I'm the defending champ. Right. Why, Why not, not run it back with the defending Sign me up. I'm here. Um, oh, I think here's a good time for us to talk about how the whole. Or maybe you won't wait. I was going to wait and say that we went through the rest All of the All right, teams. cool. Yeah, let's, let's, 
Uh, so you, Sparky Dewey don't know so, shit. Don't know shit. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I haven't seen him uh, engage much at all in the chat. Uh, which isn't to say that he's not, you know, here and ready, but it'd be nice uh, if he, if he, you know, were, were more vocal. But uh, you know, to each their own. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about him either. Other than he'll probably just cheese the fuck out of uh, Pitts. But uh, mm. other than that, I don't know. Um, Messi with the Panthers. Hate it. Won the Ravens. <laughs> You know, I've, I've historically never wanted the Ravens. And, you know, if every time I had the chance to take them, I always said, nah, I don't want my favorite team. Uh, but for whatever reason this year, I really, I mean, I guess Lamar is it. I really wanted to get Lamar uh, on my in, in my hands for this cycle. So I was very disappointed when I got my spin. And then later on, I found out that, you know, my team had already been taken. Or the team that I wanted had already been taken. So, but yeah, Panthers, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I love it. I love it. I love what I love what's, what you have around it. But it's like you said, like it don't really matter who you have, you're gonna find success. But just looking at the roster, uh, Christian McCaffrey, cheese, generational running back, baby. That's my that's my brand. That's on brand. Facts. Then you got DJ Moore. Then you got uh, Terrence Marshall. Then you got him on the defense with the line, chin, and then the cornerbacks, the secondary. And yeah, all right, I ain't trying all that. That's what I'm excited about: Dante Jackson, J.C. Horn, and Jeremy Chin. Like, I, though, that'll be fun. That'll be really fun. Yeah, I ain't trying any of that. And then squeezing every bit out of, of Christian McCaffrey will also be fun. But you know, the, the Darnold having a mediocre quarterback situation is always a, you know. Yeah, you gotta figure out hit the tails and then make a plan accordingly. So Man, look what you did with Josh Rose and I ain't trying to hear all that, man. This humble this humble bit. I ain't do nothing with Josh Rosen, bro. What you talking about? When you had him with the Falcons, what you mean? I didn't have Josh Rosen with the Falcons. Yes, you did. Was he my quarterback when I came on? Yes. Okay. But I didn't like I didn't make him good. He was already good when I got there. The guy who had it before me, he was already good. He was poop and made him good. Nah, he was already good. Man, whatever. (laughs) Next. (laughs) Watching you. (laughs) Why you watching me? Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, on the whole, I'm going to say, well, it's favorite team, so we'll say love it, right? But... There are, are obviously, you know, flags that have gone up with him being a uh, former, uh, I guess he can be called a former member being brought back. Um, but there, there, there is some manner of track writer here that um, doesn't lend itself to <laughs> security, if you will. So interested to see what happens but since this is his favorite team i'm gonna give him a benefit of the doubt say i love it i'm gonna say man i don't really know like yeah with the favorite team but a part of me like i don't even think this dude gonna be here <laughs> time to suit up but i hope i'm wrong i hope he stays and i hope he's a great member and i hope we have great games because i even like the the fact that he's uh he put the little nuggets in there about the scheme and all that like i think that's good for the league as far as like trying to build a scheme and try to pick out the X's and O's of football. But you know he yeah. didn't do that, right? 
you know it's not his. Like he didn't. He didn't. No, no, no. Nice I'm saying that he shared it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got gotcha. you. Do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. So when he posted it, I was like, I started reading. Like, all right, this is pretty dope. Thinking that he did, and I was like, oh no, nah, you ain't do this, bro. <laughs> the more I scroll down, it's like, oh, nah, this is some some shit from Madden school or something. Yeah. But I thought it was cool. But uh, it seemed like X's and O's guys. But we will right. see. It sounds good. But we right. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm excited about. If, if he's a, an X's and O's guy, then I think it'll be it'll be fun, yeah, especially for our division. Yeah. Um. So yeah, let's let's get into the collusion. Uh, the collusion. All right. So I got my spin first. Uh, I picked my team. I didn't say shit to Rock about who I picked. Then I was like, "Yo, my spin sucked," and I showed him who my spin was. But he was like, "Don't tell me who you took," and I didn't tell him. And then I guess you got your spin. And neither one of us knew who the other one had taken. And then you assumed that I actually took Miami and you'd taken Tampa already. And and I mean, that's what happened. So the only bit of this where there was any, I guess, knowledge is simply the five possible teams that uh, I could have taken. And and Rock assumed that I had taken the Dolphins and then he ended up taking the Bucks. So... For all of you who think we cheated, we did not. I mean, unless you want to say that me showing him my spin was cheating. But we deliberately took steps to make sure that neither one of us knew who the other one was taking. Just so happened we ended up in the same division, man. I'm going to be hella transparent. I was like, I do not want to be in a division with this dude. <laughs> <laughs> when I seen that shit, I was like, what the fuck? Like, the Panthers? Why don't he? He just said he didn't like the Panthers in the last part. going to take them. And I'm like, I'm, not, I'm like thinking like, man, he ain't taking the Panthers. I'm like, I ain't even going to worry about that. <laughs> he going to Miami. They got capital. They got a young quarterback. He going to Miami. He's like, yeah, I took the Panthers. So, look. <laughs> I'm like, can I switch to the Browns? <laughs> but hey, it is what it is. And I got the receipts too. If I need to throw it up in the chat, you feel me? Right. If anybody like, don't believe us. But yeah, man. Yeah. So we did. We did not collude. We did not decide to be in a division together. It just happened. But then I know all the people probably wonder, like, I wonder if they're going to scout together now. Yes. Well, if, if it's up to me. I still say we we create the sheet, but maybe scouting is different in this Madden. Who knows? You said maybe what? Scouting is different in this Madden. Yeah, facts. So we'll, we'll see. see. We shall see. I did hear some news that they were like getting serious about franchise this year. That's what they say, man. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it'd be nice. But uh, that's all you got. Yes, sir. I think that's, that's more than enough. enough. Yeah. Um, go talk. Go talk. What you got? Go talk. My goat is LeBron James. Uh, much has been made about his first first round exit from these playoffs. And uh, I just feel I feel like it, it. Some recognition should be given to what his uh, what he's accomplished as a player whose legacy is comparable to uh, somebody who is unanimously recognized as the goat. 
Uh, the fact that LeBron is even in the stratosphere, right? It, and legitimately so. Like, there's an argument to be had about who the actual GOAT is. I think it uh, says uh, a lot more about LeBron than people who, who oppose him as being GOAT-worthy uh, would be willing to, to uh, recognize. Uh, so LeBron, LeBron gets my GOAT for being, what, he is 36 years old? Uh, yeah, and and he's played for 18 years. This is the first time that he's made the playoffs and has been ousted in the first round. And uh, the team very clearly did not have, you know, they they weren't at their best because they didn't have their their best player right now, who is AD. Um, and and it's literally LeBron and you know, fucking Dennis Schroeder. And like Dennis Schroeder is the number two. Like this dude last season was in the running for sixth man of the year. Now we're saying he's the he's the guy that's supposed to help LeBron beat the second seed in the West. And let's not forget that LeBron himself missed significant time this season with you know an ankle an ankle injury. Uh, who knows how far along he was in terms of his recovery and and the like. So I mean I think like literally the week before the playoffs started he came back and he twisted his ankle in the game that he came back at. So um, his run of playoff success has been unmatched in, in league, well I don't say in league history but certainly in recent history um, and his his legacy as one of the greatest players we've ever seen just deserves to be recognized so LeBron James gets my goal for this month. I can dig it. And that's kind of crazy because that fits into my goal when we talk about legacy uh, and being, you know, noticed. Uh, I'm going to give mine to the Ryan fan before the Ryan fan. Ramesu and his beautiful wife. You guys celebrate your 50th anniversary. You guys (laughs) get my recognition for Go Talk because you guys make this shit look so easy. (laughs) (laughs) Make it look so easy. But like I said, I wish you guys the best and you continue to grow and prosper and build your legacy. And I got all the warm and fuzzies, bro. I wasn't ready for the warm and fuzzies. I, I know. That's what I did. Got my <laughs> for me sometimes. The, the ladies be telling me that too. But like, damn, what are you expecting that? Next week, I got... I got the panties in my hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you try to say you try to get my panties in your hand, bro. Hey, bro, you if you want to give them to me. <laughs> you got to chill, bro. <laughs> wow. Hey, yo. That's all you got. That's all I got, yo. All right, man. We're going to go into this needs attention. This needs attention. What do you think needs attention, my man? I think attention should be given to the Red Zone Ram Fam Tag Team. Well, I'm sorry. The Red Zone Tag Team Champions being the one and only Ram Fam. I mean, I could sort of try and run down the resume. I mean, I guess I have to now. If you look at preseason media, in-season media, and now postseason media, uh, we have to be, you know, at or, or very near the the very top of the, the the totem pole. If you look at performance on the field, 
we have to be as, as a tandem here we have to be at the of the totem pole and if you look at commitment to the league at this point in time I think you have to consider us as among the most you know committed to uh, the league and its and its furtherance so I think some consideration should be given to Ram Fam as the one and only recognized tag team champions of Red Zone. What LeBron James say? Give me my damn respect. <laughs> that's how I feel. Give me my damn respect. And then that's how you talk about Ram Fam. Make sure you put champion Ram Fam. <laughs> When you at when you at me, make sure you say chant when you at me. You, you <laughs> Word. Say so, no, nah, but no, nah, I agree with that. It's time for us to get some respect, man. Stop sleeping on this. Yeah, but we are well overdue. That's we true. Unpopular though, so that's yeah. it. The opinions are unpopular. Or, or maybe are you saying they're unpopular because they're ours? Yeah, our opinions are unpopular. So why? Why would they? We're not league favorite. We like, we like, uh, what do you say? Like, uh, tuna and lamb chops. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Adele always say that, so I'm stealing it. <laughs> he like tuna and lamb chops. The league don't want it. Uh, but, uh, I don't know about you, but I look forward to adding to my championship collection now. Absolutely, man. Uh, Losing that last NFC championship to, to Kelly, bro, that, that don't hurt because I just knew my ass was going back to the Super Bowl and winning one then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, but nah, uh, definitely focused up. Looking forward to competing for many more ships here in this next cycle and all. So, I guess for my attention, I'm going to get into, you know, we had Aston had his little moment where he left the league and then he came back as. CSS T dollar <laughs> right <laughs> but uh when I read this article it made me think you know we talk about pressure you know living up to expectations do you think that we as a league put too much pressure on individuals cause he said like he just wanted to be normal and I'm like that's kinda crazy you know yeah no I don't think we put much pressure there's one we're talking about mad right like, it's a Madden league bro so whatever pressure you feel from it is you know of your own mind and doing if you're giving it more significance than you know some relaxing time to play the video game which and I don't want to minimize it right because you know when I sit here and play I you know I'm into it right it's competitive I want to win I want to be you know recognized as the top competitor in the league like that's, that's a natural part of why I play right but losing in it and and hearing people talk shit about me losing in it won't make me you know have a shitty day in real life you know what i mean yeah and and that's not to say well guys should do this so they, they you know but i think you know, real pressure coming from you know comments in the madden league chat um I, I just think there can be some perspective provided to what actual pressure is versus, you know, something like that. So, um, sure, there can be some pressure, but not like, not to the extent that, you know, I would go undercover and, you know, try and infiltrate as a different personality. So, I, 
because uh, again like uh, what I said in the chat when he mentioned that it's like think about like motherfuckers who gotta deal with that in real life right like mm-hmm. um, even in, in in athletics right something that again is inconsequential in the grand scheme of things Think, but, but think about like Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson having to go out and perform every week and then having to read about how terrible it was well, Mahomes doesn't have to read about how terrible he is. but Lamar Jackson having to read about how terrible he is you know uh, day in and day out on Twitter and the like and, and dealing with that as a human being as a, a regular part of your actual job you know what I mean like that's real pressure yeah, uh, yeah somebody running a corporation or a government you know that, that's actual pressure but this shit here this is you know this is for fun something we do I mean even uh, like yeah, I, I said I, I went to a football tournament like performing in that is like <laughs> And even you know, whether you're not you're successful there, it's still like you know completely drop a pass. I feel like shit. My teammates are all making fun of me. Like I don't feel like I don't want to be around them. I don't want to. Yeah, like I just want to be me when I'm around. Like I, I want that pressure. Like that's pressure that I'm signing up for. You know what I mean? Like so, I don't. I don't see it as actual pressure. I guess again, it sort of calibrates or. or it, However, a person calibrates what is real pressure to them, I guess, is different for whatever circumstances they face in life. And I guess for Aston, you know, performing in the Madden League is is considered, you know, real pressure. So to each their own, but that doesn't rise to the level for, of pressure for me in my mind. Yeah, I got it. I just felt like words to the lead. Just prioritize what's important, you know? some You win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. You live. Yeah, rest in peace to John Witherspoon. Yes, sir. <laughs> you live to fight another day. Um, that's all I got. What about you? That's it for me. All right, things that make you go. Hmm. <laughs> things that make you go. Hmm. Got anything? I do not seeing the Ravens on my five team a spin made me go what the fuck like where's my team bro so I was like damn I ain't even somebody I just did that that never crossed my mind I just figured I got fucked out of having them on my spin uh you know they did the little uh you know survey beforehand like who are you which team would you really like so I'm like all right cool you know I did my I did all my my workings throughout this cycle. I should be rewarded with the team that I want on my spin. Let me see. Throw the Ravens on there. Like, all right, man. Expecting to see the Ravens on my spin. And all right, pick five. Cool. I should be good. Uh, no Ravens, man. And then uh, team draft, we found out at the very end that none other than number one, pick number one himself. After so, number one, I'm never submitted what team I want again, and number two, man, we some transparency needs to be had with these uh, with the commission. I want to see that spin. It'd be hard for me to believe that he did. Like I, I think Jake said, he just picked the team that he wanted. Like, well, did he want the Ravens before I wanted the Ravens, man? I always have my suspicions about that. So that 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 makes me go hmm. I can dig it. So do you you think that'd be death to the team team uh cause I, I don't feel like cause to me like this year it felt different than the day the first year I did it. 
you know? I don't even know. I can't even say that because you just don't even know. They talk about we collision. You don't know if they collision. You know what I mean? Right. Usually, usually the projectors are the one that's doing it. You feel me? <laughs> Facts. You smelt it, you dealt it. <laughs> yeah, man. So I'm just saying, man. That's a, it's pretty interesting that now all of a sudden everybody gets the team that they want. What's the point of doing the five teams? So when I say transparent, uh, I want to know like if JP and Adele actually get five teams and if they don't that's cool but don't make us think you do right when when you guys just decide which team you want you take that team so that, that, I got my my little emoji on my chin you know my hand on my chin emoji yeah. looking with my eyebrow raised well sure I'm gonna use the emoji with the one with the eyeglass up. yeah that's my because because what yeah. I got what I got access how do you how do you discredit your own people you know what i mean you discredit your own people but then you come back and say oh it's a win for us so i'm gonna be transparent so give me more nick wright in his comments said uh yeah losing to the lesser partner of the Rams, man yeah nah. he wild bro yeah hey hey don't disrespect my mans b I was like, what? Less than. But then getting the chat and talk about it's a win for us. Nah. 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 I can't rock with that. Can't, can't rock with that. That's something that make you go. Hmm. Hey, you wildin'. You wildin', kid. Nah. But yeah, that's all I got. We're gonna jump in the want one. Mm-hmm. I think we can go ahead and give it to Nick Wright. <laughs> I got the NBA Finals, man. Without LeBron or Steph Curry since 2000, it's been a decade since neither of them have been in the NBA Finals. This one will be the first where neither of them participate in the last 10 years. So uh, it's a want for the NBA. I'm certain that those the faces of the league, LeBron more so than Curry, um, one of them at the finals and the ratings look like coming out of these finals without either of them because it'll sort of provide them into the next decade for what they can expect I was having a conversation with uh, some of my teammates this weekend about how you know once LeBron actually transitions uh, out of the league it'll, it'll send the NBA, NBA into another search for its next face like officially and people were like, nah, they got all kinds of superstars. I'm like, yeah, they got superstars, but there are no current, like, mega stars in the NBA was. Uh, so we're, we're, we're going to be entering that post-Jordan period where there's a bunch of really good players, you know, players that everybody likes and even loves, but you don't have the face like we did uh, when Jordan was there. So after Jordan, then you got Iverson, Kobe, Tim Duncan, and, and the list goes on, right? There's a whole bunch of really, really, really good players, superstars even. But none of them alone were ever the complete face. Uh, Kobe was probably the closest, but he was never the outright, you know, head was above everyone else. Uh, definitely the face 
Uh, and, and we didn't have that again until, you know, the phenom that was LeBron James burst onto the scene. And it'll be interesting to see how long it takes before we get another face of the league uh, once again. And I know that the uh, the higher ups in the NBA front office will be attention to uh, how the uh, fans interact with the rest of these players, particularly with the as they try to uh, forward. So, Womp is the lack of Braun and Curry and uh, the fact that the NBA won't have either of them pretty soon. I heard Braun slipping made me sick just now. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the Mamba, baby. RIP to the Mamba. That's all I got to say. But, um... He ain't Braun, bruh. I know. He, he, he's a bean. <laughs> he's a bean. But, um... No. Hey, my, my wife got me a Kobe, uh... Kobe for my Earth Day, my, my oldest daughter. And my wife asked each one of my daughters what they wanted to get me for my Earth Day. My oldest daughter said a book. And uh, I think my wife picked this one out. It's Kobe Life Lessons from a Legend by Nelson Pena. I've only thumbed through it so far. It's a pretty dope book. But go ahead. See, they know what's up. Much respect to the bean. They know what's up. But, um, yo, my wife is easy. Yeah. Nick, Nick Wright, baby, you get my one, baby. Cadius Nicholas Wright Shacks, you got the one, 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 one. Easy. I ain't gotta yeah. say too much. I already dug into all that. But yeah, that's it. Season two, episode one. We done. We done. Way to kick it off, mate. Glad yeah. we got to cap the last cycle with you getting that ring, and now we get to start one with you as the defending champs on both fronts, and it'll be a lot of fun. Sure, looking forward to it. Yes, sir. Looking forward to our matchups. Absolutely. All right, man. All right, Red Zone. All right, man. All right, Red Zone. Y'all be good. Be out. Peace.